Bentornati tifosi napolitani to another edition of Noi Tifiamo Napoli. I'm your host, Rafa Rispo, <laughs> along with Daniel Russo. Daniel, before we before we get on with this mess, right? Um, you have a birthday coming up, don't you? I, I do have a birthday coming up, March eleventh. Right, March eleventh. We talked about your your March birthday. March 11th. Mine is March 17th, so it's uh, yeah. just six days before mine. I, I think I found a new name for the duo here, right? I think we're gonna call e- we're gonna call each other the the Pisces Paisani. Pisces Paisani. I like that. Actually. What do you think of that? <laughs> I do. You know what I thought you were gonna say? I thought you were gonna say Marzepatz or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> That's a good one too. I like that. All right, we'll we'll leave it up to the listeners. Maybe we can use both of them, but it's the Pisces Paisani here. Pazza Marza is coming up. And, um, you know, we're going to celebrate birthdays. And that's probably the only joy that we have right now as of uh, as of now celebrating, you know, our days coming up. Because yesterday, by the way, Monday, uh, February 26th, we're here um, talking about Cagliari Napoli 1-1. Um, it was... Uh, it, it was not great, and um, we were looking like we were heading towards a win when uh, we got scored on with no time left. And, you know, uh, what, what would have been a really nice result on the road for a change, you know, even though we didn't play, you know, too, too well, um, was taken from us right from underneath us, Dan. And um, what's going on, man? Like, like for real? Because we talk about how ADL affected the team in the beginning of the season, and all of that's true. And you know, I'm gonna get into a rant about that later. But at this point, 25 games in, you know, uh, something is broken in this team, and we can't figure it out. No matter what we try to do, so what do you? What's your take on all this, man? Dude, honestly, I mean, I think even if we had won the game yesterday, I would have been obviously not as pissed as I am right now because yeah, it is. It would have been a great win, but just there's just no hope. I, I don't see any hope when I watch this team. They they don't they don't inspire me. They, I think that's what we love as Napoli fans is that. We're not in it for the wins, obviously, because they don't come as much as, you know, a, a fan of a Juve or even an Inter, you know? Mm-hmm. We do it because it's a it's a passion and, and, and there's a product on the field that's usually always there, no matter how 
poor the results are, the product is still there, right? Like, they play a, a, a specific brand of football that we like. Um, and there's just it's not even that. Like, you, you, we don't even get that this year. Um, yeah, it, it, it's just so, it's such a mess. Uh, these guys, apart from the fact that the, the product on the field sucks, which goes without saying, uh, they just look mentally gone. Like, they, they, they look, it, it looks like they don't even really care as much anymore, to be honest. Like, you got Simeone through on goal that doesn't pass the ball across the face of goal to an open Lindstrom, and after it, he's smiling. Like, it, it's just weird, man. It's really weird. The, then you got Politano through on goal. All he needs to do is just slot it in, side foot it, slot it in with the inside of his foot, and he's toe poking it away. It's almost like that. that it's almost like he wanted to miss. Mm. It, 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 it's just so bizarre, really bizarre this season. And and th- yesterday was the first time I in my whole life, Rafa. I swear. I've never done this before. I always thought it was funny that people do this, but I would never have done it myself. Yesterday was the first time I actually sent hate mail to a player. Like, I sent was hate mail to him. No, it was Politano. Oh, okay. It was Politano. Because like, like, Juan was catching it, too, on, on Instagram. No, no, no. I mean, obviously, I didn't say anything, like, nuts. But, like, I literally sent this guy a DM. Like, I've never done that. But I'm 20. I'm about to be 26, and I'm sending a guy a DM. <laughs> but I know it will never open it. You like, know what's funny? It's embarrassing. You know what's funny, man, is that once I, you know, um, so nine o'clock on a Sunday morning, you know, we open the shop at ten, so I'm working and I, I barely watched the second half, and I did, you know, I, I obviously saw the goal, um, I obviously saw the big plays, the misses, and stuff like that, right? But I'm I'm working, so you know, the game is right in front of me, and I can hear it, and I can get a sense of what's going on but this and luckily my clients were football fans like you know we he's a Bayern Munich fan um who's also like a New York Red Bulls fan so we talk a lot about everything really everything and you know just we're talking about what's the problem with our teams and this and that and like as we're talking about it like it's unfolding in front of me it's crazy like I was able to pinpoint things like like okay, that miss is gonna cost us. Watch, we'll get scored on, you know, eventually. Blah blah blah. And then like you know, the game was coming to an end, and he goes, "Oh, you know, looks like you guys are gonna get away with it." And then you know, at this point, I was doing his kid's hair, so the kid's mom usually stands like next to him so that I can do it because he's you know, he's uh he's got a little bit of um you know, he's a younger kid, so you know, mom needs to stand next to him, whatever. But, you know, the, the, my dude is, my, my buddy Steve is over on the other end with his other kid, and he's, like, looking through the mirror, and as we got scored on, like, like I, I looked up at the TV, I looked up at him through the mirror, and I could see his face, and, if, you know, like, mouth wide open, you know, you guys can't see me because we're on an audio, but, like, like I just showed Dan, because Dan could see me, like, you know, just like... Eyes bulging out of his head, mouth wide open. He's like, no. <laughs> and I looked at him. I said, I told you, man. I like This team is completely like, it's one thing if players on the pitch can start predicting, you know, the, the play of the players, right? We can start predicting these games as fans watching. And it's unbelievable. And like, you know. <clears throat> okay, I'm looking at our starting lineup, and we talked about it the last time we played, right? He's probably going to play Mazzocchi on the right because 
uh, you know, uh, DiLorenzo serving a suspension. Who's going to play at the center back position? It's probably going to be Juan Jesus. You know, we I never would have thought Raspadori would start on the right. I I thought it would be Politano. And now I'm looking at these and Zielinski. Zielinski gets a start, like because Calzona all of a sudden says, you know what? We still have Zielinski for this time. Let, let's use him. This and that, which I could agree with, but like even him, like I'm looking at these foot mob ratings, Dan. Right? I'm gonna read them off to you, okay? Like Oliveira got a seven point two. Rachmani got justified. A justified. Rachmani got a seven point two. Mm. Mazzocchi got a seven point one. Angisa 7.1. Zielinski 7.0. Even Raspadori 7.6. He got the assist. Ossiman 7. Uh, 7.5. Kvada not that good. 6.6. Lobotka not that good. 6.8. Juan Jesus not that good. 6.6. Medet 6. I don't know what. You know, I didn't think Medet was terrible either, but like. The, the team didn't play awful. But you could tell there was no, like, there was no real rhythm, especially, like, in the first half. Like, I don't know. I Am I wrong in saying that? Because I watched the first half, and it was more like we had the ball a lot, but it was a lot of nothing, right? I mean, I don't know, man. I, I, what are you thinking? I would, ag- I would agree with you. I, I know, like... I know I started off saying like there's nothing they're giving nothing, but that doesn't mean that they're. That doesn't well, mean you, it's awful. It's just, it's that just the like there's is not there. Means right. last season was just amazing, and this season compared to it, the product is different. It's right? just it so mean mediocre. Put, put yeah, together a good good plays and good good you know a good match. It's just right. Like, this ball is not going in. They're not creating chances. They're not taking the chances they do create. I mean, and it, well, other than the Oziman chance, yeah. Other than the Oziman chance and uh, and obviously Politano and, and and Simeone, like I I I cited before, like what else was there? There, there really, there's there's nothing. There's no there's no creativity. There's not Zielinski. I'm sorry, but this guy cannot play another minute in this no. shirt. I. I they, I don't know where they got that rating from, but I don't know what he did to warrant even a past the six. Because this guy's just—he walks on the field. He walks and he's trying to do flicks. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, it's embarrassing. It, it really—it it really feels like it's just like a slap in the face when that guy plays. I'm sorry. It's—it's very—it's—it's it's very upsetting. It's very upsetting. I—I I, I don't know. I don't know how to comment on yesterday's game other than just being completely pissed off. I'm really trying to keep like be level-headed, but it's impossible for me. I mean, who would you say um, showed some promise? Like showed some deserve? You know, like like deserve to have some praise yesterday? Like right away, I'm thinking Angisa. I think Rasmus. I was just about really to say played well. You know. Um, I think Raspadori played well for playing out of position because I just don't see why there's now three coaches that are putting him at right wing. I, I, I don't I don't get it. He's just not a winger at all. He's I don't see him as a winger at least. He got but, a start uh, as a winger too. Like, yeah, it's, it's not even like the you know because sometimes you know he'll get subbed in as a winger and then move over right. He got the start as the winger, and again I don't think he did that bad at, at, at that position. 
But at the same time, like you said, right? Like, where would he be better off? I mean, is he better off more central? Is he, you know, what is he better behind the striker? What, what's what's? I think it's position? exactly that. Yeah, I think it's exactly that. I think he's. I wouldn't call him a trequartista because that position doesn't really exist anymore. Right. Uh, but I would call him like a seconda punta. That's yeah, what I'd but call him. We don't him, really you know? play with one, do we? Well, we don't play with that. Like it, he would be perfect in like a three-five-two. Like the way that Lautaro was for for Lukaku, yeah. you know what I mean? That's that's his, he's like a Lautaro, but like we don't do that. Well, the, um, the way that Turam is now for 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 Luka, for Lautaro, or no, he, he, like Lautaro is for Turam, I would think. Oh yeah, I, I yeah. would think yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I I think the the player that most that best. Um, you could you could best equate him to would be a Lautaro, just a very much lesser version, obviously, because Lautaro's incredible. But uh, not to say Raspadori can't get to that level at some point. Just right now, he's not there. Um, yeah, and j- just going off of that, um, I think Oliveira probably was our brightest spot yesterday. In my eyes, I don't know. I thought him and Anguissa were the only guys that really stood out to me. Mm-hmm. Um I thought Oliveira, I, I think ever since Ori, Oliveira came back from injury, he's been really, really good. Okay. Um, yep. He's been he's been pretty solid. So uh, that's that's a that's good. <laughs> at least I guess I could say that. The, at the very least, there's that. Other than that, I, I, yesterday I don't really see anybody that stood out. Mm-hmm. Um, what if Mazzari stayed on? And do you think we would have had more of a chance to try Raspadori as a secondo punta with with Mazzari staying on? I mean, you could have you could have done a three five two with Raspadori right behind Osimhen. No, like, I mean, yeah, but like Rafa, how long did he have? How long did he? How long was he there, Mazzari? What since like November? Right, but he didn't did he ever Ossie try man. it? He didn't have Aussie man. He could have tried it now. You know, I mean, I don't know. I'm yeah. not saying. I'm not saying. Listen, at this point, it is what it is. I'm not. Uh, I'm not gonna stretch this whole Mazzari Calzona switch thing anymore. But uh, it's just two games now, and I I haven't seen it. You know, we're we're at three straight one ones in all competitions. Um, all three times were scored on first. Uh, no, I'm sorry. We didn't. We we scored first yesterday, but uh, still, three straight one ones. Um, Austin gets his goal, which is great. I mean, nice assist by Rasmadori, uh 60th minute um, or 66th minute anyway. Uh, and then just again capitulation, right? Uh, Luvumbo gets a really good ball from Dosena, puts it in. Juan Jesus's marking was just terrible, terrible. He got a lot of really bad hate on Instagram, which I don't condone at all. Like I, I'm not a fan of, you know, you know, threatening and you know, name calling on on these social media sites and the kids and all that stuff. This guy really does love Napoli. He, you know, he's not the best center back. He's not a starting center back, like you said. Uh, oh, by the way, really cool uh, appearance on the Calcio guys for for Dan Russo. By the way, you guys missed it. If you missed it, uh, check it out. The the 
Cultural Guys last week, uh, Dan Russo was on it. You know, awesome, awesome show, Dan. Good job. Awesome guys, by the yeah. way. Oh, they're they're great guys. they're incredible. I'm I mean, I've been on. I think that was my second time being on, and I I wish Johnny would have been there because I would have had another Napoli fan that with me. But fun. it's yeah. okay. I mean, he, he's a, he he's another character. He's awesome. So I yeah. mean, yeah. If you guys want, uh, take a look and. Yeah, look at their stuff also. Not apart from mine mm-hmm. uh, episode because they all got they got a really good uh, show going on. They there. do. They had me on um, the day Maradona passed away, and it was uh, that was an emotional one. If you guys can check their archives back, you know it was a really really good one. But I didn't uh, know that. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So uh, Luvumbo puts the ball in bad bad by Jesus, but once again, like. I don't even know if I'm going to lay the blame totally on Juan Jesus. I think the decision-making of Simeone and Politano were just god-awful. And in my opinion, that's what lost us the, you know, we didn't lose, but that's what lost us the three points. Raf, it's just, it's it's the everybody wants to be a hero thing. Mm -hmm. That's really pissing me off, man. Like, you got... Simeone threw on goal. Like last year, I'm 99.9% sure Simeone slots that to Lindstrom mm-hmm. and he scores. Or if Quara's there, whoever would be there, obviously, because we're taking last year. Because last year, there was a togetherness. There was a there was a, a unified, like, th- there was a unification in this team. This year, there's just 11 individuals. I, I Really, very rarely do we see a team on the field. Instead of just eleven individuals this year, and yesterday just was that again, um, and then the, the ego of of Politano to just toe poke that like instead of just slot it normally like a normal player like he would you know what I mean I I, I don't know man I to to make me go that crazy and send you a message on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have done something so stupid. I'm and yeah, I, I regret sending what I did, and it wasn't bad. It really wasn't bad. It was just it was calling him out on before he. It was just calling him out that before the 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 renewal, he was one player, and now all of a sudden he renews his contract, and he hasn't done shit since. I uh, you know I've uh, obviously Twitter blew up yesterday. You know I I I tweeted out that this was unacceptable. And, um, you know, of course, here come the ADL tweets, you know, like everything is on ADL, man, everything. It's just like, like, I'm starting to get really sick and tired of it because again, 25 games into the season, how is this ADL? So like someone really had the actual nerve, the balls, right? And if you go on my Twitter, you'll know who it is, right? To tell me that ADL, it's it's all down to him. It's all ADL's fault, right? Like, who's responsible for signing the players? You know, who who's responsible for the goal against? And I'm like, if you're thinking that ADL is responsible for all this, like, you're out of your mind. Like, I've already conceded. I don't even know how many times that... That ADL is responsible for what's going on at the club, but you can't hold him responsible 
for decisions the players make on the pitch. Like, that's insane. No. If you're going to sit there and be like, after every drop point, after every loss, be like, oh, you could thank ADL for all this. Like, what do you mean? I don't understand. Okay, so the exact quote was, who is responsible for signing the players? What do you talk like the the three mistakes that were made yesterday? The three huge mistakes that were made yesterday were from players that won the scudetto last season. How is that? How is that ADL's fault that he that that these players that Politano missed a sitter that Simeone took a shot instead of pass to an open player who was a new signing by the way, wide open. And then that Juan Jesus cost us the, the three points with his defending. How is that his fault? Okay, maybe we didn't get a good enough center back to replace Kim and Jay. Guys, we had to replace Koulibaly with a player. And if every if anybody is sitting there telling me that they knew Kim and Jay was going to be as good or if not better than Koulibaly at the beginning of last season, then you're on some sort of drugs. And, and I don't understand. You know, we got Kim and Jay and Kvartoskelia. We were supposed to finish outside of the Champions League. Instead, we won the Scudetto. So don't sit there and tell me that you knew Kim and Jay was going to be better than than freaking, uh, you know, Koulibaly. Okay, then the whole the whole thing about him, who decided to sell, the, here's the quote, Dan, who decided to sell the best center back in Serie A last season to replace him with a 22-year-old from Brazil at a fifth of the cost? Who decided? There was a friggin' release clause attached to his contract. I'll tell you who decided. Kim and ADL made the decision together when Kim signed the contract. This guy was always leaving. Once you know better than anybody, Dan... Once a player attaches a release clause to his contract, one, maybe two years, he's gone. Yeah. Uh, Come on. Give me a break. And then do you think this team as currently constructed is Scudetto worthy? Yes, I do. I do. We replaced Lozano with Lindstrom. We 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 didn't get the center back, no, but we should be we should still be good minus one center back. Okay, we didn't get the manager we wanted. Okay, we didn't get the DS we wanted. But the players are the, almost the same team, dude. Like, any manager should have come in and been able to take care of these guys. Just give them what they need. The same thing that Spalletti did last season. That's the problem. Rudy Garcia was out for himself. That, that was the worst. To me, Rudy Garcia was the worst move ADL made. And that's where I lay blame for the team at its current state right now. Okay, the, the the team is the same team. But he later in another tweet goes on and says something about, um, you know, the, the players' uh, the, the, the player's quality. How can you tell me the players don't have quality? That's the same players that won the Scudetto last season. So where is, where is the blame, Dan? Where is the blame? What's happening is, is all in these players' heads. It's in their heads, dude. It's not. It's nothing else, but they lost this game. They lost this team mentality with Rudy Garcia, and it's been a struggle to get it back ever since. And that's why I I, I always maintain yes, it's Rudy Garcia. Yes, not even um, Walter Mazzotti could come in and fix it. And this guy Calzona, uh, so far, you know, he says himself, there's a lot to fix. And there's a little time to do it. And he doesn't know if it's going to be able to. And for the first time, Dan, I'm telling you for the first time. And this is something I didn't engage with him yet, yesterday, this this guy. I didn't. 
or earlier today. I didn't engage in this with him, but I I said to myself yesterday that soon as this soon as this game ended was the first time I really thought in my mind and in my heart this season that Champions League might not come next year. I I said Europe I said Champions League, right? Europe still possible. Champions League? I don't think so. But but then I woke up this morning and thought to myself, you know what? It's still not over. It, it, it's not unattainable. We have a game to play. We have to win that game. You know, results didn't really favor us today. We had Lazio. We had uh, Fiorentina beat Lazio. We had Roma beat Torino. Not very favorable in our in our side. But we still have to play Sassuolo. We still have a chance to win that game and get back in. Atalanta plays against Inter, so we can make up points on them there. But then we get Juve, and that's going to be tough. That's I mean, it's it's home. It's the Maradona. Who knows? But that's going to be tough. But I'll go and say that I don't feel like Champions League is... I'm leaning more towards we're going to miss the Champions League. We'll hit the Europa League. Yeah, I I mean I'd have to agree with you there. Um I I I personally after the Roma game, I know it's still early, but after the Roma game I was seeing signs of mm, yeah, it's not ne cosa castan. That's what I said to myself like it, it's just it's not happening, you know. Um that there's just there, there like I said before, there's not a there's not a product there to to tell me, hey, you know, this team is there. You know what I mean? Like this team could do it. They're just the results just aren't coming right now, but they'll come. You know, usually when there's a when there's a specific strategy in place on the field, you could tell. You know, the, the players are together. There's just there's no togetherness in the team. There's nothing there right now, and we're we're there's not enough time to get that right now. And I I don't think even if we do get it, I don't even think that'll be enough because it's. What we got? We got to probably win like ten out of the last thirteen games. It, it's like, it, and I don't think that that's happening. <laughs> I really don't see it. Um, but to get to your point, where or to your question before, who I lay blame on uh, for this happening? Up yesterday was one hundred percent on the players, like I said, and, there, and and there's obviously three players that I principally blame. You know, right? Um, Juan Jesus makes a mistake that a mistake that not even players in Serie D make, and I and I and I say that from experience mm-hmm. because I literally played it. I I'm not even trying to say I played at a, at a at a low level Serie D team, and I swear if one of those center backs makes that mistake, they do not play for the the whole Girona de, de, uh, Girona d'Andata. They do not play again. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it's it's a mistake that. It literally it looked like he had zero clue what was going on. How did how can you have zero clue what's going on at the ninety sixth minute? And you know what's crazy is that he's been. I mean, I, I can we say the best center back we've had this season? Right. Maybe the most consistent center back we've had this season, and the mistake that he makes just cost us three po- like two points, man. Like 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 that's crazy. And you know, and getting so where I was going with. With this is like, 
I I lay blame on De Laurentiis this season, and I know that, and I know that you 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 try to refrain from laying all the blame on him, but you knew that Kim was leaving, right? Like yeah. putting just from July twenty twenty two, you knew that he was gonna leave. Maybe not after one year, but you knew he would leave. He only signed a three year contract. And it w- there was a lo- fairly low release clause, mm-hmm. you know? So you knew that this guy was going to leave. There has to be a list somewhere where you made, that you made, of players that could possibly be, you know, the heir to Kim. Yeah, but right? wasn't, well, didn't we try to address that list? Wasn't there, like, Donzo or... Um... Who else, man? Help me out. There were a bunch of players. I know that there was Donzo. I know they wanted to get Donzo, but... Realistically, Rafa, like if we got Donzo, do you really think that he would have been that great? No, I, I listen, I, 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 and and here's the thing, Dan. I mean, I've watched the guy. I don't really. Yeah, I, I'm not impressed. <laughs> Here, here's I the gotta thing, say. right? Okay, so so listen, like we had to we had to replace a top a world top center back. Of course, yes, and I and, and, we, and I do. And we uh, did, we yeah. did. We did. We did. We somehow, some way. We did. Now, Kim Min-Jay had been on our radar for a little bit, right? Kim mm-hmm. Min-Jay was on our radar. He was if also on, if, I believe, Tottenham's if I, radar. Yes, and if I recall, I think it was even the the Mercado d'Inverno, the one um, before the, one the summer before, that he actually came. Yeah, that he, right. Yeah, his name started coming up. Yeah. Okay. So, but but the thing is, is that, okay, he's, he's, top, he's a top defender in the Turkish League. From 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 Korea, did we really think that? I mean, even though we had been looking at him, did you? I'm asking you, Dan. You this question: When Koulibaly left, did you think we were effed? Like, oh, like, absolutely. I had never seen Kim play one minute. Exactly. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> it's yeah. one one of those things where okay, Mertens is leaving. He's getting older. He's injured. He he's more a locker room guy. We want to keep him because he's a son of Naples. Insignia left, and and you know it's okay. You know Insignia had his prime season two years before. You know he he won the Euro. He slowed down a little bit. You know he signed that contract. Okay, he's gone. Right. But the, but what hurt me the most the the one that made me cry in my kitchen with my kids reading off the freaking you know translating the 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 um the the the, 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 the goodbye yeah. from 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 Koulibaly. that's the one that made me cry because not only you know not only did we love the guy but we were losing the best player on in in his position right. That we've had since Diego Maradona. And when I say that, when I say that, Dan, I mean highly regarded worldwide. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like I'm not saying Koulibaly is the best player we had since Maradona. But what I'm saying is, no. at his position, there were three names, maybe. Sergio Ramos. Van Dijk. And Van Dijk, Koulibaly. I don't even, yeah. In know. my opinion. Right in my in a lot of people's opinion, three center backs that were tops in the world, and he was one of them. Right, just like at the time we had Maradona, who was the best player of all time. Right, we haven't had that type of a player since. And instead of him leaving, he should have been given the captaincy. But he left, Uh, and and you can blame whoever you want to blame for that. But 
we replaced him with Kim Min Jae, who managed to do even better than he did. How is that uh, even a thing? You, you want to try to do that s- twice in a row? Maybe ADL no. should not have, you know, maybe ADL should not have attached that release clause to his name. But at the same time, you have to, you have to make a replacement, right? Of course, so you have you to know, get a player in the same caliber. No, and, and and I'm not, and I'm I'm not blaming him for not foreseeing how good Kim would have been. You know what I mean? And maybe not having done enough to try to keep him more or longer or or replace him. I'm not even. I'm not even asking him to have replaced Kim with someone of equal caliber because that doesn't exist. If you want somebody of equal caliber, you have to I I think maybe there's like two or three guys in the world right now and they're unattainable so it's not it's not possible that's not what i'm i'm not that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is somebody that actually is you know uh, in italian they say un degno erede like uh, someone that actually you know could come in and like you know just be of uh, of a normal ability you know what i mean I not think we should have done not yeah not not is, is good. I like but Nathan. but my point is that like then you have to if you want to get a guy like Nathan, you have to couple that with another guy a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, I was just gonna say right? that. And, I was just gonna say and that. And you can't you can't as the campione d'Italia, you cannot for as as much as I I respect Juan Jesus and and the performances he's been giving, you cannot sit there. And build a team as the Campioni d'Italia with Juan Jesus as your starting center back. It's not. It's inconceivable. It's inconceivable. What about Ostigard? No matter which way you look at it. You mean Ostigard should... Yeah, I mean, he's a good backup. I think that's what he was always bought in for, though. Brought in for to be a decent backup. I don't so, think he was ever brought in f- with the, the, the vision that he would be the starter one day. I really don't think. Yeah. So what we what we should have done was bring Nathan in and then like you said somebody serviceable like a right you know like like a Alberto Dosena or like a uh, you know uh, um, what's his name from from Fiorentina Milenkovic exactly right? that that's or, that's exactly what I'm trying to say but or I, like I don't a, yeah. know about Milenkovic but you know somebody well, someone that knows the that league, could someone that you know right. someone someone that that could 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 serve the team you know what I mean like. Like, the, like someone that could pair well with Rachmani. I, I mean, listen, thing, I agree. Listen to me. I agree. I, I think Natan with, with some fine, you know, tuning will be will be one of the best center backs. I think he's got it. You could see it. Like, like, he has like the, the, the fundamentals. He does. You could see it. You could see it. He's young. He still needs to develop a little more. You could see it. It wasn't the right time to bring in only Natan. And that's the Absolutely mistake we not. made. Okay, fine. But at the same time... At the same time, like that's the only really like and Lozano maybe right, but we brought in Lindstrom, but you know this guy didn't play him. What's his name? Garcia didn't play him. Garcia didn't play Lindstrom and Natan from the beginning. Maybe if he did, we might have been like you know rolling. Yeah, but Rafa, do you remember when we brought them in? Yeah, we brought them in like maybe with. A w- we brought Nathan a week before the season started. We brought Lindstrom in two weeks into the season. You know what I mean? Like, 
it, it, it was so obvious that we had no real vision for that transfer market in the summer. There was really well, no there was no programming done. And that falls on ADL. But, okay, okay, that falls on ADL. And I'm conceding that. And I have. So did he. He took accountability of it. He took responsibility of it. He said he effed up. So we're going to have to just deal with it right now. But then another dude on Twitter is telling me that ADL set us back five to ten years. I mean, listen to me. Five to ten. Okay. We're having the worst season under ADL in a very, very, very long time. We're having one of the worst title defenses we've we've seen in, in, in 25 years. Okay. I still think that we can, we can be better than the 96-97 Milan who won the Scudetto one year. And then went through the same thing we did. Changed coaches in the middle of the year. Went back to uh, went back to Saki, and and Saki saved them from relegation. They they that Milan team finished six points off of relegation. That's nuts. Honestly, we're not. I we're did, not. I've heard that. Yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> that's nuts. I mean, the the point swing was less than ours, but at the same time, they had eighteen teams in the league, so it was four four less games to play as well. But they they finished. They finished 30 points off of the, I think it was 30 or was 20, might have been 20 points off of the Scudetto. Okay, so as yeah. far as that goes, we probably have it wrapped up as the worst. But we're not going to finish in 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 um, uh, 16th, you know, we're not going to finish six points no. out of the relegation zone. So in that regard, we're not, that's not, that's not, we, we're still fighting for European places. That Milan was treacherous. Okay, but this guy is another guy. It's another guy, and I'm not. I don't know. I don't care to find who it was or whatever. But I remember seeing the tweet. I'm bad with Twitter and names and shit, so like I don't yeah. remember. Especially except for this one that just like keeps hounding me with this ADL crap. But this other guy goes. I think I have an idea. I think I have an idea what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's one of those yeah. guys who can't. You know, he has no name and no face. I actually invited oh, him all on. Right. Maybe it's not. No, actually. no, it's Maybe a it's different. <laughs> I invited him on here. I said, "Listen, you you know, because he said something to me about m- my work is is not credible anymore because of my fandom and and oh, duh, you you uh, um, no one could take you seriously anymore. You should be educating the masses instead of instead of spewing your fandom." And it's like, dude, if you don't like it, don't listen, don't follow me. You follow me. I don't follow you. You follow me. I don't need you know. I don't need you. You don't have to follow me, dude. Right. That's that's to you out there. And and if you're listening to me, then you you know obviously you're you're going against what you say, uh, and you're still listening to me. So thank you for that. But you don't have to. No one's pointing a gun to your head saying, "Yo, listen to Rafa Rispo." We're the only ones out here doing Napoli content in English, except for in in North America, except for freaking you know Dom from Napoli Talk who does a fantastic job with his stuff. He, you know, besides him out there, we're the only ones doing it. Oh, and, and of course, Henry and Mikel. But, 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 Joe? but, but huh? uh, Joe is done. Joe, Joe, well, Joe doesn't Joe, do anymore? Joe, hu- Joe hung up his, uh, his, his he mic. hung up the mic? No, yeah. yeah, that's why I say it. But like, you know, I'm saying, I'm inviting him to come in, man. Come in. I said, send me a DM. Come on the show. I said, he can come on tonight. We can argue all day about it. It's it's fun. It's fun to me. I like doing that stuff. Nothing personal. I have nothing personal against this person. But now he's telling me things like, uh, you know, I'm doing I'm doing a disservice to Napoli. You know, uh, uh, okay. Well, then come in and do it yourself. Seriously. 
I, I, I had would no love problem. to have another you, guy I have, to I have no problem. You can have your own show on the network. <laughs> I told him, you could have your own show on the network. You come in and spew your ADL hate all you want. And 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 I and then he oh, he did say too. He said he said um um when am I ever going to like what did he say? He said he said God forbid you ever lay blame when and where it's due. I have been. I have been. Yeah, I don't. I don't agree with that. I think ADL you've, you've is been pretty good with with blaming. Exactly. I think definitely in the past. Look, Rafa, and I'm gonna be totally honest with you. I think definitely in the past you have really been hesitant to lay blame on on De La Rentis when sure. he has had blame. Yes, but this year I think you've been more than fair. More than fair with well, because where in, you in, okay, set in aside the pa- Yes. In seasons past, though, Dan, like us not winning the Scudetto. Like the only time really I was I was super upset that we didn't win the Scudetto was in 2018. Yeah. Yeah, I knew. 2018. Yeah. And I blame Sadi for that. Because to be honest with you, everybody said that we didn't have much of a bench. But we didn't use the bench we had. Like, at right. least if he could have used the bench we had. It doesn't go down to Saudi didn't like the bench players. I don't I don't want to hear that shit. We were so tired by the end of that season that we capitulated. And to me, I'll blame Saudi for that. You know, and, and, and yeah, maybe we could have done a little bit better in the winter Mercato that season. But we were on a freaking tear. You know, honestly, I've made I've made peace with that season, but I, I at first I was on board with you what you're saying, how uh, that was definitely Sadri's fault. But then again, I'm looking back at the numbers and everything. I'm like, bro, we we got 91 points. 91 like, points. You know what I mean? Like to to even lay blame on anybody, I think it's kind of it's it would be a little bit un it would be very unjustified. I think I think I think just Juve. Were Juve. You that was the well, real Juve, 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 and the mean? referees were the referees. And the re- the, yes, the, 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 absolutely. Uh, listen, absolutely. I, and 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 I I hate like like my dad all the time. Dan, you you've seen it. My dad will, my dad will curse referees out. And, oh yeah, and 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 everybody's paid off and all this stuff. And I really try not to subscribe to it. Although although the referees still wear. Net insurance uh, on their sleeves, which is owned by the Allegri family. Okay, look, even, that even to me is my... a little shady. But <laughs> even, I definitely, you're you're absolutely right. But even the the most Juventini Juventini that I know, like if you understand what I'm trying to say, like the the the, the most diehard Juventini that I know, even they were like, yeah, that year was weird. You know, I'm just saying if there, you're gonna there be- was there was a lot of there was a lot of shady stuff going on. There was there was the VAR tapes missing, you know. Right. Anybody could see that that was a that was a a second yellow to 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 um to um Pjanic, Pjanic yeah. and and he should have been sent off and whatever and that might have changed the outcome of the game. It might not have. Who knows? But still, what I'm trying to say is, you know. They missed. They botched the whole thing, and they had VAR. And it might have been the first season of VAR. I don't remember. It might have been first or second. But like, like it was just, it was just inexcusable, inexcusable. So you know, I'll blame Saudi and the refs for that season. But I just don't see the the like. I see differently when everybody else sees with ADL. Like, like, like we have to remember. Raf and I used to say this all the time on the rant, man. Like, like you have to remember that. 
we are Napoli. We're not Milan, Inter, and Juve. We're not even Roma. Like we're not. This is exactly we're... what I say that to my friends as well. Yeah, that, that want to always get this, on the Laurentiis. We're not this. We're not this conglomerate. We don't get bailed out. We don't get you know all these special treatments. We're Napoli. We're this little team that is that is making noise. Bro, this if we miss Europe this season, it's the first season we miss Europe since 2009-2010. Do you believe, like, like no, I'm sorry, not even. The 08-09 season Earlier, is the season yeah. we finished outside of Europe, right? We've yep. made European football. I don't care if it's Champions League, it's Europa League. I don't care what place we end up. I don't care if it's because we won Coppa Italia. We have made Europe every season since 2010-2011. Since Okay, and 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 it's I think fourteen or fifteen seasons consecutively. Even if we hit the conference league this season, we still have that streak going. Okay, right. So so in my opinion, I think ADL has done a fantastic job. And then when people think that we've hit the ceiling, and oh ADL, it's time to sell. It's time to sell. He busts through that ceiling and wins the scudetto the very next season. Everybody's saying that. Right. I mean, you know when, when, when you're gonna you're gonna fault him for the season, fine. I fault him too. But 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 when these people, these same people, will say it's ADL's fault, right? That we that we that that we're in the position that we're in right now. They won't okay? give him his flowers. They don't give him his flowers when we won the Scudetto. Right. It's Spalletti right. that did it. And I'm not saying Spalletti didn't do it. Spalletti 100 percent did it. But who put Spalletti there? And who put right. these players there? Okay. Absolutely. So, so he, I, it, it, it's invalid. Everything that everything like yes, okay. We're not set back five to ten years, Dan. If we don't make Europe this season, we're gonna sell Aussie man. We're gonna make Look, double done, the amount of money. <laughs> we've done it before, you know. We've we've missed out on Champions League where it's looked like we were in the lowest of lows and we would have to rebuild for another five years, and then the next season we come back and make second place. You know what I mean? It, it's happened before. Like what I, I would when we like to, uh, right? That's what I'm saying. Like we, well, that year we came second, so we already had championships. But do you remember the? Um, we played the. It was the 38th game of the Serie A that season. We played, and he missed the penalty. Yeah, uh, to make the Champions yeah, League. Right. Uh, that yeah, felt to I me. To me, I actually felt like yeah, we're we're gonna be set back like four or five years just yes. because we missed out Champions League. Next season, what did we end up doing? We, we, we fought Juve for the Scudetto. You well, next, I mean? se- next, so, season was, next season was was 16-17. Milik went down with the injury and Mertens scored 20 no, 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 no. in Serie A. It was the year before that. So there was Higuain. It, this was 14-15 where we missed out on Champions League. We ended up ma- making fifth place. Higuain misses the penalty. We, we, we lose to Lazio. They get the third place, right? Right, and back we, then, we third place the was fifth. the playoff. Yeah, we third slipped on the fifth. The third place That's was right. the playoff. The next season was Higuain's oh, thirty-six the next goal season. season. Was Higuain's thirty-six yeah. goals. That's right. That's right. right. That's right. And and that's what I'm saying. But you know, like we, the talent was there. All we needed was just a coach to put it together. Right. Benitez, as much as we love him for bringing in all those players, wasn't that guy. Sadri came in. The heavens opened up. Right. But you know, but saying. that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to say too. Like, yeah, the season might even it might even end up where we miss out on Europe altogether. But I do have the faith in De Laurentiis to 
get a guy in that knows how, what he's doing. Obviously, he fucked up this year, but next year, get a guy in that knows what he's doing and really fix this team up because the, the team is there. The, I don't think any, even the, the most, even the biggest haters of Napoli, I think even they can say, like, the team is great. The, the players are great. It's just a matter of putting them together in the right spot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, it's a matter of getting a coach that can actually, you know, get into them and, and make them start playing again. And and uh, if we can do that, I think we'd be totally fine. But we can do that. We've proven that we can do that. So the, the, this season is such an anomaly that, like, you know, again, we have never had to come off of a Scudetto winning season. Right, so so every year of De Laurentiis' tenure, right, we're we're this close, but we're not there. Okay, so this player's leaving, so okay, we gotta we gotta keep trying to to get to the top. We gotta keep keep trying to get to the Champions League. We gotta keep trying to win this Scudetto. It it happens to where we're close, we're close, doesn't happen. Every season we've had to do that. So he's become a master of chasing that top rung, right? By hitting that top rung, by grabbing that Scudetto from the top, right, we have now entered uncharted territories. And like I've said a hundred times on this network, on these platforms, on different podcasts, we've never had to deal with that scenario where, okay, now we're defending a Scudetto and and we've got to try to make this work. ADL is not prolific in that. Now we're going to have to go back to the drawing board and come back to chasing that Scudetto again. And then now, hopefully, once we win another... Because I'm confident, Dan, I can confidently say by selling Aussie men for the most money we've ever sold a player for, we are going to reinvest this team. Absolutely. You don't want to... Then people people say things about De Laurentiis and not reinvesting the money that was earned from last season's Scudetto into the into this team. We sold Kim for whatever it was, sixty, I think somewhere around sixty. I think he, right? I think he confirmed it was like forty eight million. Okay, forty eight. Yeah. Okay. Then you know, twenty eight point five for Scudetto is nothing. We I mean I'm sorry, 20, That's all you even, get? Twenty no, not even, dude. It's twenty it's twenty three I remember I, I tweeted it out. It's twenty three something. Bro, we made more money on Elmas than winning the Scudetto. That's okay? oh my god. But we but Italy, we Italy make but, but we gone. make but we make that money back by by Champions League money as well. So, you know, obviously finishing in fourth is a lot less um both but winning the Scudetto and making the Champions League you get a nice pretty penny. Okay, fine. But is the move to completely re redo the team that w- the beautiful team that won the scudetto handily you know are you still are you supposed to spend all that money that you've made from you know we still had to renegotiate Aussie men we still have to renegotiate Kvaraskelia we had to renegotiate Politano why don't ask but we did we had we had some salary things we had to do right is to me is does it make sense to splurge all of the profits from last season now because we're entering the season in which we won the scudetto as beautifully as we did 
and added a couple of players to you know to to fill some voids. We should still have been in contention for Scudetto this season. So so think about that, right? You're going into the next season where we've we with this team we've made it as far as we ever did in the Champions League and we won the Scudetto, something that we've never done before and how as beautifully as we did it, right? Do you think it's necessary for ADL to go like, okay, let's see, we made this much on this guy, this much on the Scudetto, this much for the Champions League, this much for... Sh- I'm going to spend all of this now but you and know what, totally Rafa, it's, change the team that we have. It's not even... It, it's not like... I hate when I go on Twitter and I see these people do a whole rundown of what we won that season... And what we've spent, and then like what the net spend is, whatever it is, you know what I mean? Say, like, oh, there's this much money that's just unaccounted for, not even unaccounted for, but like not being used towards the team, right? right. But you don't know where this money is going. Like, not every penny that you win from the making this the isn't Champions FIFA, League, guys. This isn't exactly. EA it's not, TV. It's exactly. EA that's what I'm trying to say. So I'm trying to say, I think people think that this is like EAFC 24 where you're in career mode and like whatever season's earnings you make go straight into the, into buying new players for the next season, right? You know, you gotta, you gotta, we have to, we have to pay rent for the season, for the, the Stadio, uh, the Maradona. Dude, we there's have to, so much there's that even, goes into the team. And I guarantee you a lot of the reason why he has kind of refrained from using all that money is because and he's even saying it himself he's trying to make a centro sportivo in afragola in afragola sorry in in naples he's trying to make a new centro sportivo that's what's happening so honestly Possibly you know you can't have it all you can't have it all you know there's people that say we need a new centro sportivo we need a we we need a, a better primavera team we need this we need that Okay, so let him do it. He's got to do it. At the same time, though, you can't complain when he's not buying all the players you want him to buy, because that money's got to go from. That's it, he can't just. The money doesn't just come from the sky. You know what I mean? But <laughs> exactly. But an, another thing, though, Dan is, you know, he's got the ability to see ahead a couple seasons as well. Right. In my opinion, because. You know, the money that was won from the Scudetto and the money that we're winning with Champions League play this season and all that stuff, right? Let's not forget, we're still in the round of 16 of the Champions League. And if we beat Barcelona by hook or by crook, if we beat Barcelona on the road, we go to the quarterfinal again. To to never have been past the round of 16, from that to going to the quarterfinal two years in a row, and the money that comes with that, it will save us if we don't make the Champions League this season. So will the Aussie men money. And then guess what? Next season or the season after is going to be the Kvada money. We are in freaking excellent shape right now. We are in a position to where we can sell Aussie men, revamp the team, then sell Kvada Shkelia, maybe even put a few more pieces in on the team, but then pay for that Centro Sportivo. And then, you know, possibly grow elsewhere. Like, like there's a lot of faults to the guy. Don't get me wrong. I, I Again, he is to blame for this season. I'm not going to blame him every single week. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not going to blame him for Politano missing 
and for Simeone being selfish. That's not he's not to blame there, okay? Because these are guys that were on the team last season that know what team is. You know, I can understand if it was Lindstrom that missed. I can understand if it was Natan that screwed up. I can understand all this stuff. These are players that won the Scudetto for Napoli that that had a hand in winning this thing. And you can't just go day by day, week by week. Oh, if ADL only. Well, what do you mean? He's not he's not controlling these guys with a PlayStation 5 controller, guys. Like like give me a break. Give me a break. That these players are something's wrong with these players' heads, man. You know, and, and everybody I know we, wants to be the hero. Everybody wants to be the one that you know. Hey, you know, I, I I saved Napoli. I saved this season. I turned it around. That's the problem. I mean, I just saw today on TikTok. I was scrolling through TikTok. I get a lot of Napoli stuff, obviously. And there was this. Um, it was a post-match interview of Spalletti after the Rangers Napoli game, the first one where we we won both of them three zero. But the first one where it was at uh, it was in Scotland. And there was that, uh, he was talking about Anguissa making it into the box. He could have shot, but he, he squared it to Ndombele. And Ndombele scored that goal. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking like Anguissa doing that. You know what I mean? Anguissa, a guy that never scores. I don't think he's even scored a goal before that that play, right? For Napoli. I, don't even, I, I can't remember whether he scored or not. He might have like two goals for Napoli. I think it was career, the Ndombele goal. Was that in the Champions League? It was in the Champions League, right? That, yeah, my, that my, he had already scored. Remember, he scored. I think he scored. Was it two goals against Liverpool, or was it just one? But he scored a goal against Liverpool. He did. You're right. He did. That was his first goal for Napoli. I think that yeah, that goal against I, it Liverpool. might have been. It right. might have been. Yeah. But my my the point. It kind of remains where that's Anguissa. You know, that's a guy that never gets that position. That's a guy that if he took the shot, I probably wouldn't have even been pissed. You know right. what I mean? Right. Even if he had missed. And no, right. he he passed Ndombele to score. You know what I mean? That and was when Ndombele that came That was in. the difference. He, ca- he came in. It was a, I think that was against Rangers. Yeah, it was against right. Rangers. He came right. in. They have seven minutes left in the game. Scored an assist. Right. Right, and, and that's my the thing. That's where you know we're lacking that this season. We don't have a team. We last year we had guys that like Di Lorenzo was breaking his back for Rachmani. You know what I mean? Like we we had Rachmani that that there was no ego to him. He just did his job because he knew that he was he was not the guy in the spotlight. You know what I mean? Kim is the guy. You know what I mean? I'm that all you need to do is just... I'm, I'm getting sick and tired of Rachmani, by the way. Just so you Oh, know. my God. Forget it. He he has no place in this team. He has did no you place see, did being you see a leader. He posted, did you see he posted oh, after? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I knew he would. I knew he would. I knew he would. Like, he, like, he, like, he, he's like, like he deserves that captaincy. He posted some That's shit, a, like, on Instagram. Listen, like, for me, the... The, the biggest fallimento of the season is seeing that mm, that guy with a freaking armband on. Yeah, I'm sorry, that, that, like, <laughs> yeah, no good. No, I just, I, I don't no know. No good. I, th- there's a lot that's wrong with the team, you know, but at the same time, once again, you know, I mean, let's really quickly, let's look through, let's look through the next few games and, and see what we got here. You know, um, we have Sassuolo on the road. 
they're dreadful. They're missing Berardi. I don't know if he's coming back by then, uh, by, by this game. I have a question for you really quick. I have a okay. question. If we don't win this game against Oswaldo, are you ready to concede that we're definitely not making Champions oh, League? Oh, if, if we don't beat... No, if we don't beat... Uh, Berardi will be out till, uh, until mid-March. Um, he's not even playing. Yeah. No. So... No. Um, if we don't beat, if we don't beat Sassuolo, it's over, bro. Yeah. I figured. If we don't beat Sassuolo, it's over. If we can't win against Sassuolo, it's definitely over because, you know, you take a look at the standings, right? Um, of course, this thing, when are we, okay, hold on. Let's look at the standings, okay? Napoli have 37 points on 25 games. They play Sassuolo, right? Atalanta starts to play Inter. If Napoli win and Atalanta lose, we'll go up to th- we'll go up to 40 points, right? Yeah. We'll be tied with Lazio. Lazio have the tie break since they beat us. So, we'll stay in ninth, but we'll be 6 points out of fifth place, which is likely to be a, a Champions League spot this season, Atalanta have, but they have to lose. Atalanta have right. to lose, right? So, otherwise, if Atalanta win, they'll go up to forty nine, and then we'll be ca- we'll be chasing Bologna with forty eight. That's an eight point difference, with thirteen games left to play. It's not impossible. It's not, especially no, it's not. since, especially since we still have to play against Atalanta at home, Fiorentina on the road, Roma. I believe at home too. At home and um, Bologna at home. Bologna at home too. Is Bologna on the road? Let's no, look Bologna at, at home. Oziman missed the penalty. That's I remember right. That's right. Against, Bo- yeah. Bologna at home. So, so at home is where we're better. Okay. And we have that fight at, at the at the Maradona, right? Um, well, let's look at it. Sassuolo, uh, Sassuolo on Wednesday. Juve on Sunday. Dan Sassuolo, do we beat him? <laughs> Dude, I I want to say yes, but. I thought the same. I really got went into that Cagliari game thinking that we were gonna steamroll them, and you mm-hmm. saw it happen. So honestly, I, I, I honestly don't. Uh, I mean, but they, I okay, want to say yes. I'll say yes. I'll say yes. I'll say yes. We beat Sassuolo. Juve. I feel more confident against Juve than I do for tomorrow. I'm gonna be totally honest with you. Yeah. Torino. Torino is home. I know they killed us. I know they killed us three 0 on the road, but Torino's home. Look, if we if we get a positive result tomorrow, I think I think we could go on a little streak. Um, but honestly, I I don't I don't feel confident enough to to be able to look that far ahead and give a a judgment. You know what I mean? I really think it, it's time to just lock in on on the one game ahead and and move and stick stick with that. You know what I mean? You're no fun today, man. This is man. I can't. I, I no, can't. I, I know. I know. I know. It's not your fault. <laughs> but when you think I about can't. it, right? Okay. So I I'm gonna I'm gonna do this, right? I can see us losing to Juve, to Inter, 
I mean, I'm confident against Juve, but but if we're gonna lose Juve, Inter, and somehow, some way, I could see us. Maybe we drop to Fiorentina. I could probably see us beat Bologna. I'm just, I'm thinking about our away away record is disastrous right now. So like. But which is crazy, right? Because in the beginning of the season, Dan, it was the other way around. It was the other <laughs> way around. We were unstoppable away. We were like tops away. So really I don't know, man. Bizarre. This is just so so unpredictable. Bizarre. But but you know, again, uh, uh, Sassuolo, Juve, Torino, Inter, Atalanta, Monza, Frosinone, Empoli, Roma, Udinese, Bologna, Fiorentina, Lecce. Those are our games left. You know what I'll give you, Rafa? You know what I'll give you today? The next five games, we win three of them. That's what I'll do. I don't know where the hell those wins are going to come from, who we're going to lose to, or who we're going to tie to, but I think that the next five games, we win three of the games. Okay, Sassuolo will beat. Uh, yes. Torino, we could beat at home anyway. And then maybe Atalanta or Monza? I I. <laughs> I as my, dude, I feel it. I really think we're gonna beat Juve. Okay. At least Juve, I think we'll beat. We could go back to this, and and you could call me all you want. Even viewers or or listeners can call me all we're they the want. Matter, but I really, I do feel it's a different. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know, man. At this point, I just want to beat Barcelona and get to the quarterfinal. Yeah, you know, I think I think it's just a breath of fresh air in that competition, just because it's like we don't have to think about how we're being in ninth place. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and another good thing about this is that we don't have to deal with Barcelona until March twelfth, so the day after your birthday. So hopefully they can give you a nice uh, birthday birthday uh, present. Speriamo che che mi fanno un regalo de cumpleaños. Un regalo, right? Yeah. Un bello regalo. All right, man. I think that's gonna do it. We've we've gone over the hour mark, but you know we, we had a lot. Yeah, to talk it was about. needed. This was, this was it was necessary. Uh, necessary longer episode. Um, Dan, we just started a bet, uh, a bet podcast on our network here. And I saw. I saw. For those who bet on Serie A, um, and for those who bet on Napoli. Now I know there there might be a lot of fans out there that don't really bet on Napoli because you know of the uh, what's the word um, what's the Italian how unpredictable word? no they're, they're like the uh, um, the the unlock oh, right? yeah that's right, right, right. Mm. You, you don't you don't want to put the Scaramanzia on, on on Napoli so you might not bet but for those who do and I'm one of them um, Marco Cubani Donofrio has a great he gave me a great idea he said, let's do a bet uh, podcast. Um, he threw out some names on the first episode, but we decided on FFV bets on Napoli. And he's going to every week come in and give you guys his top bets of the weekend. Actually, the first one he did against Kajiri, it almost came in. He had Osimena shot on target, Kvara shot on target, Napoli winning, obviously. He almost, it almost happened, right? Um, but Kvada didn't get his shot on target, so it wouldn't have worked out. But uh, it had me, and I, and I was too late to place that bet. I was going to place that bet, but it had me. I ha- I was a little late, so in match I couldn't make a, a, a determination on a shot on target. So I put Osimhen goal, Napoli win, and I put um, I put six corners. Uh, 
and it almost came in because that was one of the that was one of the recommendations he had too, and it almost came in, man. If Napoli held on and won that game, I would have had it. So, um, good job by Marco for his first episode. Um, please, we urge you all to listen and take his bets. Um, and if you use them to bet responsibly and to understand that betting is uh, something that is, you know, it's a by chance thing, Dan, right? You know, I, I'll tell Absolutely. you what I did. Last season, I put, mm, first game of the season last season when we were together at Daniel Nids's house, right? Um yep. I put in a huge bet parlay, and it it, it almost came in. Um, uh, I think there, there was one thing that I needed that I was missing, um, but it was it was really it was really cool. Um, and then I did hit a big bet uh, for like six hundred bucks last year, one game, and I think it was. Uh, I think it was Napoli against Sassuolo. I think we won like four nil or something. Um, I almost yeah. hit this year against Milan at the Maradona. If Kvadas, remember the game we two two, Kvada right. had three two right on his foot and and it was saved by Manyan. Remember that? Yeah, I remember that. I remember. If Kvada scores that goal, I win a seven leg parlay for like eight hundred bucks. Jesus Christ! So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. It, you could imagine how gutted I was for that. But anyway. You have to bet responsibly, right? Take his, uh, take his bets, you know, and 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 you know, do it. But it's a fun show. Uh, it was a fun first first episode. Look for that. Of course, Henry and Michaela with Shadow of Vesuvio. Uh, they're a little busy lately, so I'm sure they'll they'll come around and do another episode soon. But but you know, be on the lookout for them. This ever growing network. We had Ken on CBS uh, Sports Golasso, which was really cool. He's kind of manning the social media aspect of the network. Uh, give him a shout, uh, and you can find Dan on X, myself on X at uh, Tifiamo NAP underscore FFV. Look for us on X where you can find all of our stuff. We have a link tree now, you know, link tree far from Vesuvius Network. You'll find all of our links there. Um, and we'll be back. Uh, I will be back for a post Sassuolo. I don't know if Dan could join me, but um, we'll see you in a few days to talk about the Sassuolo game. And then, of course, Napoli Juventus on Sunday the 3rd. We're going to come in and talk about that. Now, Dan, let me ask you this. Uh, Sunday the 3rd, what are you doing? Sunday the 3rd. Which is Napoli Juve, what are you doing? I mean, I work in the morning, but other than that, I'm watching the game. <laughs> How far, uh, what time do you get out? Probably like 12. Okay, hmm. how far are you from, um, oh my gosh, I forgot the name of it, Montclair State in New Jersey. Montclair State. Well, I've never even heard of that place. <laughs> I'm not gonna be honest. I'm gonna be totally honest with you. All right. Well, City A is throwing a watch party, and oh, yeah? um, they invited the club, the the Tri-State Napoli Club. They're throwing a watch party at Montclair State University in New Jersey, um, for anybody really who who can come. They're giving away free food. They're gonna do giveaways. Any Napoli fan that's listening around the Tri-State area. You guys are welcome to attend this. Um, look for the link to RSVP to the event. It's free. 
Uh, look for it on the Tri-State Napoli Club uh, Instagram account. Well, the link is on the bio. I think in the Twitter as well, the X. Um, or visit Serie A underscore North America on Instagram, and you can find the link in their bio as well. But I think it's going to be pretty cool. There's going to be a bunch of Napoli fans. I'm sure the Juventini are going to be out too. But oh, I'm going with my kids and my dad. Dan, you should try to make it too if you can. Um, but it'll be a lot of fun. And then don't forget on the 24th, uh, we'll all be at the at the Italy game against uh, Ecuador. Did you get your tickets for that? Man, it's not looking good. Not looking good. I, <laughs> I, I went to go look. I looked at them about a few weeks ago. They were... I mean, they were still expensive, but they were decent. You know, you could still like yeah. make make a justification. But I just looked the other day. Oh, it's ridiculous. So uh, I don't think yeah, it's happening. There, yeah, man. I don't think it's yeah. happening. Well, uh, if you guys are around, we're gonna do a joint uh, tailgate with Tifosi Napoli Club New Jersey. Uh, you can find all the details on those social medias as well. Uh, check it out. It's not. I think it's like twenty five bucks for just food. I think Tifosi Napoli, New Jersey, is running a bus from uh, their place where they congregate at Blend to the Red Bull Arena. But you know, I'll be there. The kids will be there. We'll find you find all the club members there. We're going to be hanging out before the game, and we're all sitting in Section 105. Well, most of us are anyway. So, so come say hi to us. Um, other than that, Dan, we have anything else to talk about? Is there anything else you want to mention before we get out of here? No, honestly, man, I'm good. Uh, I think we spoke a lot today. <laughs> so uh, yeah. I don't think they want to hear my voice anymore. <laughs> I don't think they want to hear any of our voices anymore. Yeah. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, uh, until next time, I'll see you soon for Napoli. Sempre. Sempre.